You're listening to the greatest non-hits. I'm Chris, and with me is my host Tim, and we're going to be uh, doing uh, women and children first today, and we're going to be discussing all the the hits and the non-hits, but ranking just the non-hits. Um, we're currently listed on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Buzzsprout. So um, wherever you get your uh, podcasts, uh, go ahead and uh, give us a listen. If you like it, uh, give us a follow. So with that, I'm going to say hello again to my co-host, Tim. Tim, how's it going today? Hey, it's going good. Yeah, good to be uh going to be talking about this album. Yeah, you excited about Women and Children First? I am. I am. Good. It's, uh, it was a great listening listening experience here. Yeah, I'm glad you felt that way. This is a a song or this is an album that I've heard a, a bunch of times and sort of grew up with and so um I I kind of I'm really familiar with it and uh I mean some of you know actually a couple of the non-hits I'm not too familiar with. So it was yeah. a little bit eye-opening. I, I just took uh, like a, a more magnified look at it. So I'm glad that you uh had a a positive uh positive take on it. Yeah, you know, uh, what, around those early guitar years, you're trying to definitely learn some Van Halen licks on the old Squire Stratocaster. <laughs> no endorsement there, but, yeah, it was fun. Well, good. Yeah, you've got a, an outro. We're going to make the outro <laughs> uh, happen really soon, but just prior to us uh, recording this, Tim sent me a file of his uh, playing on, oh, wait, which song was, was it? Everybody wants some or, or in uh, the cradle will rock. Yeah, the cradle, right before the solo there. Yeah, you had you had your little humor added into it. I I like it. It's <sighs> a, know. you know, I, I don't want to build it up too much. I don't want to oversell just, it, I but I liked it. It's kind of funny, and I, yeah. I think it's worthy of uh, an outro. So as soon as we Van get Halen. that fired up, we're gonna we're gonna make that a regular thing. I think. Yeah, that'd be fun. Absolutely. Stretch the old fingers, but I don't think Van it was Halen, pretty good too, man. I thought Van Halen didn't like grade school, you know. Junior, poor Junior. <laughs> oh yeah, have you, have you seen Junior's grades? That's what it was. It was sort of a take on that, but I liked your. It's a. I Tim didn't like has his own little spin on things. Either. Grade school. Yeah, I hated grade school too. Sister Marianne. Oh wow. She was tough. I was yeah. I was into losing sleep and tied to who who I would meet, you know. And then I was unemployed. <laughs> unemployed. So anyway, we don't get too far ahead of ourselves. That's going to be the first song, and then there's going to be, uh, yeah, Everybody Wants Some. Those are the two hits, though, so we're not going to be ranking those. They come out strong with those two in mm-hmm. the album. Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, you've got some notes on them. I've I've heard it before. I've got my own thoughts. Uh, did you want to well, just kind of go through those? Yeah, notes I mean, with those? and these were taken at the dog park with my with my dog, but listening to this album and jotting these things down. But the stadium appeal is right off the bat. You know, the guitar, the vortex of apparatuses. You're like on a f- like a treadmill with fire in the background. Your mom somehow like telling you she's disappointed that you're not living up to your full potential. Yeah. This is great for the dog park. You got, like, huge, eight, like, huge dogs, huskies to, like, Weimariners running around full speed. (laughs) With this in the background, it was awesome. A little sun, a little sun on my face, but really enjoyed it. I I can see why it's a huge hit, for sure. Okay, so 
what I like about what you just did there was you you listened to it earlier today. I mean, you're this is new stuff to you, so you're, you're giving it to us from how your point of view at the time of listening to it, and you were yeah. walking in the park with your dog. Yeah, I'd listened to it a couple times prior, but this really solidified the the listening pleasure at the dog park. So I mean, wasn't uh, there an incident? Is that it? Was it during this? I was a little bit yeah, later on. Uh, right? Yeah. So it was the whole album in the dog park. Not uh, just the first four songs. I eventually skedaddled after that. Okay. But um, yeah, well, we, I, we get we'll get to that. You know, we'll get to that incident later when it happens during the song that we're covering. I guess. Yeah. Well, that'll be cool. All right, good. So yeah, and the cradle will rock is is a. A killer song and it's got that train thing that and the cradle yeah so that, i like that with the guitar that was you know and it was like what a willowitzer like effect of uh a piano there look up the wikipedia for this Wurlitzer? for the uh the first the fr- they were saying it was recorded with some crazy effects with eddie's piano like guitar through a piano Something really cool, really cool effect. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I um, mean, I I didn't go that far. I didn't, I didn't look into, you know, like the recording and the effects and all that stuff. So, yeah, if you've got anything, yeah, enlighten me. Um, I, yeah, it was basically done in some abstract way. Was it Ted Templeman was the producer? Ted Templeman. That's I remember cool. that. It's 42nd anniversary in Mar- March 26th. I remember that. And, uh, um, but yeah. So, yeah, these guitar effects are insane. Yeah, it's, you said something it's about vac- Wurlitzer. It's, I don't, va- it's that, vacuous. I don't it's sort of like you know that like a swirling, a swirling thing that the piano goes through or something. Oh, there's cool. also like a Leslie speaker that does something like that. I know Trey Anastasio does like a Leslie. Maybe they, maybe they use something like this. I don't know. Well, hey, well, one thing like if you know what Tim's talking about, because I don't, but if because um, I mean it's it's I have no. Uh, musical background but one of the things you can do if if you know that this what he's talking about give us give us an email we're at uh, the greatest non-hits at gmail.com and uh just you know enlighten us give us your thoughts you know give us you know your like an if an origin story if you will yeah. if uh you know if you remember when you first heard this this album and and you know your your take on it and how it ranks in the other albums or the, the, the non hits that you like the best from this album, you know, give us a, send us an email. We'd be curious to, to know, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. We want to know more. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. put up a poll. Uh, you know, I've, we've got a, a Twitter account, non underscore hits and, uh, yeah, follow us there. Uh, we'll eventually maybe put up some polls for every week. You know, if you want to vote, on your three greatest non-hits. You can compare us versus the audience. That would be eventually, once we get an audience, of course. <laughs> but uh, that's, I mean, that's the vision that I have for this. There. So, yeah. So keep following, keep listening. We, we appreciate it. Um, 
Well, with that being said, um, we can pivot to uh, the next song. This is also a hit, so we're not going to be ranking it. Uh, this is Everybody Wants Some. And I remember it being a, in a movie. I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was Better Off Dead. Um, or it's, uh, it's John Cusack, and he, he's, he works in like a, uh, a burger place, and he's of course. doing some sort of a dream sequence. I think it's from Better Off Dead. It's a, a hilarious movie. <laughs> but uh, this song is in the background, and he's cooking burgers, and he goes into this dream or this state of trance or whatever, and then he wakes up, and he's there's a bunch of burgers everywhere. It's, <laughs> it was kind of hilarious in a you know, mid-early to mid-'80s kind of a way. Oh, but, love so. John Cusack. Yeah, but it's a good song, and um, it was definitely a single at the time, and um, it just – uh, you know, it just has a, it's just a fun, happy party song. That's the way I remember it. And nothing more, nothing less. But yeah, um, again, one of those feelings. It's a rah rah kind of a movie, uh, uh, you know, kind of a thing. But it's got just, it's very masculine. It's just got, you yeah, know, it's got guts, and it, it just comes guts. right at you, just punches you right in the face. A little bit, kind of thing. Is this everybody uh, wants some? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the album as a whole, but, you know, this is no exception. I mean, yeah. You got monkey sounds, like Tarzan vibes. Yeah, that is cool. That's the buildup. You got a husky jumping over, like, four dogs, which was Mm -hmm. crazy. You're, like, on a runway. But no, you're on a subway train, and you're trying to feel up some women inappropriately. And the conductor's like, nah. Yeah, that's the problematic part. And you're like, oh, (laughs) everybody (laughs) wants some. I need some. Yeah. It's just like, all right. I all want right. some too. Uh, yeah. You won't see any like, mm-hmm. you know, monastic monasteries like yeah. having this on in the background. Yeah. They're like, no. Control. Control. And then we got loss of control, of course. There's, there's another, you know, recurring theme here. Yeah. Um, well, that's a couple songs. Uh, it, well, is, is that the is that the next song? Uh, what? Yeah. What is the next? Also, song? during this with the dog park, this lady feeds a treat to her her dog. So my dog stands next to her the whole t- like the whole time she's there for like twenty minutes, and then it's like everybody wants some. And Gus is like, okay. "Can I have a treat? Can <laughs> I have a treat? No, can I have a treat now?" And it's just like, "I'm sorry, but I can't help you." You know, I'm just like laughing at her. She's looking at me. I'm like, "I can't help you." <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what to do. You wonder if, like, the music in the background Everybody. influenced the way that interaction with that lady. Were you just that sort, one, were you pumped up? That and was a jovial, Gus, like, yeah. I really like it was like a jovial sort of like funny song to me, uh-huh. and I was kind of laughing at listening to it, but I was like just chuckling, and I was just listening, like watching this go down. I was like, I don't know, like whatever. Sorry, just keep walking around. You can try to like hush him away, but until you like take your treats out of the dog park, he's gonna follow <laughs> you around. <laughs> but I, I just, I really did like this song, like the gibberish, the screams, the uh-huh. like a jet stream airplane, like out of control. Yeah, I mean it's the, so cool. The guitar with yeah, wah, 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 yeah like, like ap- you know after the jet stream or whatever. Ah, yeah, it was so cool. The effects, you know, after you know, you know after that, it was a, it was a great song and it was yeah. definitely a hit. It's bass and drums I, I get say it's an my honorable f- mention throughout mm-hmm. the album, of course. Yeah, talk about some good bass riffs later in the album. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I mean the next one is uh, is it Romeo Delight or or, or, fo- or, or uh, Fool? Fool? We got Fool. Uh, yeah. Is it Fools? I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have. I got you. 
It's fools. Yeah. So, so yeah. Tell me, tell me about this one. What do you think? Well, I definitely got like Stevie Ray Vaughan, like or Jimi Hendrix, Red House Over Yonder, like vibes. Very bluesy, which I appreciate. It's almost banjo-y in the beginning, right? It is right? banjo-y. It's yeah. very... And, and then it goes... Ah, yeah. Like... What are, and then it goes... It's a little roadhouse-y. It's yeah. very roadhouse-y. Finger tapping. Like, rebellious, like... Mm-hmm. You know, you need chicken wire in front of the, in front of the stage and... Yeah, they're a rough crowd, you know, and they're all dressed in leather, and yeah. tight jeans, and oh, their, bi- <laughs> their bikes are out front. Yeah, those when Jeff Healy was in the band. Oh man, this, this, I think we talked about this on Doctor Hook. So cool. Brought up Jeff Healy then, but yeah, it was yeah that kind of thing. But then it turns into something heavy. They go really from like blues to rock to heavy rock to almost like uh, punk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a little bit. In a way. Oh, weird. They sort of like okay. did a spectrum of different Am I Yeah, I mean, would you say that? Yeah, or? a little bit. And like punk is like one of those things I'll never forget. My buddy Jeff said, you know, when we were we would jam, he said, "This feels really really good to just play really fast." Yeah. <laughs> like when you're playing, like and it really does. It's like such a like energy release. I mean, in between their whiskey drinking that, you know. But what else we were going to talk about? The, the the song format. There's so, so you many really hi- like this song. Yeah, okay, well, the was, format. Yeah. So the, like mm-hmm. the they they highlighted everybody's like key uh, prowess. You know, like there was parts for everybody. They really had to get into ways to get out of that. You know, so the song mm-hmm. title, the song structure, I should say, mm-hmm. it's six minutes long. They do a lot in it. Like it's not mm-hmm. just a stagnant. I just like the song structure too, as well. It's really good. Listen for fools. Yeah, I really. Well, like I think it. you also like the uh, the harmonization. Yeah, there's a, there was good harmonization Harmony. on this it, when they do the background. The fools. fools, lots of background. Yeah, really good, really good song. That's like Michael Anthony and um, Eddie Van Halen. Okay, they're the they're the the background section. The, okay. the background singers, and they're you need it. Yeah, they they've got their own sound. It was uh and it goes well with the music. I know. I mean, if you probably isolated it, it probably yeah. sting the ear a little bit, but There are no uh, Mike and Page, but it's okay. Uh, no, but I mean with the music and David <laughs> Lee, it, it just sort of comes together. It's good. It's 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 them, you know. It's There are no saxophones yeah. on this this album. Yeah, it's there's okay. no horns. Yeah, that's that was fine. <laughs> it's fine. You like hot horns, I know, but this is I think it's kind of good to do. If we're going to do a non-hits album yeah. from, like, 80s rock, you know, metal, what have right. you, it's not gonna this is a great one because this is an underrated album. Yeah. You know, I would say before uh, Fair Warning, this is the best album that is underrated in the whole uh, Van Halen category. And so, and this is one of those underrated songs, I agree, because it goes from blues to, like we said, blues to... You know, like the dun 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 dun, like to honky tonk. You know, yeah. and then it goes into rock, and it goes into heavy rock. And at one point, it feels almost as if it's going into like a punk thing. But I mean, he then he just has that, you know, yeah. that manic solo was really good. I I like this. So, so. many manic solos. 
How about if we do this? Let's go ahead and take a break. Okay. And then when we come back, you know, we'll finish like the, the middle and the end of the album. Then we'll give our top three. Excellent. All right, cool. <laughs> 